0: Welcome to Kick the Effing Ball Podcast, where we talk all about the big ball and the small ball. From GA to LGFA to hurling and camogie. Here we go!
1: And the referee is looking around and acting like Mickey. La is La There's men being kicked and booted at Over the the for over the bell in the death
0: He got a boot in the head me, you're not joking got a boot. Oh yeah, how the hell are you? You're listening to Kick the Effing Ball podcast with myself, Murph, and Mr. Editor, Nathan. How the hell are you? Murph, i great. How the hell are you? Oh, sure, listen.
2: <laughs> what episode are we on now, Nathan? Oh, I think we're on episode five, are we? She said, I didn't think we got get that far. She said, I honestly <laughs> didn't think we got get that far. I'm I'm shocked and appalled. <laughs>
0: All right, folks, on this week's podcast, the National Camogie Preview, we'll have the awfully senior Camogie Manager on with us, which is Susan Erner. And we'll also have former Intercounty Westmead Camogie and All Ireland winning captain, Maureen McCormack. Uh Wow. But before we go any
2: further, Nathan, did you have a look at the owl hurling? I'm going to be completely honest with you, Morph. I didn't. Why does that not surprise me? I just didn't get a chance. I was up to my eyeballs this weekend, just trying to get a few bits done in the house. But uh, I followed the results. I had had the old that. What's the Score app on my phone there, and I was keeping an eye on it, as you do.
0: Well, what's your thoughts? Jesuit Speed Report. report. Ah, listen, yeah, Division 1, to be honest with you, I watched the game. Um,
2: I was probably expecting a tiny bit more from them, not going to lie. Um... Well, in fairness, like a five thirty, f- sorry, a five thirty four to one, one sixteen, 116, like yeah. that's, that's a fine bet morph.
0: It is, but like you have to remember, like Westmead are playing at championship level. They're playing, uh, at uh, Joe McDonough. You know what I mean. So, listen, they're playing against top teams that are contenders for the All Ireland. Like, uh, but the only I suppose good thing I that came out of it, obviously, new faces, fresh faces. But did you see? the point Kieran Doyle got no <laughs> oh my god Nathan outrageous yeah yeah so I'll give you a bit of an inception so as we're here I'll do it while you can I know people at home be wondering what am I at but so lad caught the ball hand passed it over to instead of catching the ball and striking it he just pulled on it like a baseball right right over the black spot oh sweet as a nut in the other results in division one as well Limerick and Teperi drew uh, drew out yeah. Shootout, great game. Cork gave Waterford a trimming.
2: Oh, they gave to a proper scutcheon.
0: 522 to 127. Oh, wow, I
2: wasn't expecting that.
0: I know, I know, I know. But, Nathan, the result of the weekend in Division 1, and I don't know if you've seen this yet, Antrim bet clear above in Belfast.
2: That's right.
0: Bet them 121 to 22 points. What a win for Antrim. And I don't know if you've seen there was a picture up on Facebook afterwards and where the game was played and it was basically played in the housing estate. Right. <laughs> it was class, like it was just unbelievable and what a huge result for Antrim. Um Division two A um awfully had a huge win as well. Great win. Yeah, they they bet um three twenty five to three nine. Yep, great win. Yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah, game. Good. I watched it, it was actually very good. It was on Mead T V courtesy of John O'Keenan, he gave me his <laughs> 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 so I wouldn't
2: mind I was actually out the back doing I was putting up a gate with the father at the side of the house I said so Jesus off here after winning oh uh, yeah, yeah wait what I said Oh off here after winning after betting mead and hurling. Jesus I thought you said they were after losing <laughs> he's <laughs> i'm not used to i'm not used to hearing anyone say jess off here after winning. <laughs> shane lowry's money's working fair as well it's going well so far anyway isn't it <laughs> all right <laughs> folks so on this week's
0: podcast as we said earlier we're delighted to have susan Erner, the current inter-county S- awfully senior camogie manager and multiple all Ireland winner
2: lovely job Lee. will we give her an hour call we give her an hour call. Hello, dear. Hello. Hello.
0: Susan Erner, a former Galway Camogie player, a multiple All Ireland winner. And along with that, she is now the current Awfully Senior Camogie manager. Susan, how the hell are you?
3: I'm good, I'm good. Uh, delighted to be back in action. Um. So it was a long, it was a long couple of lockdowns. So yeah, glad to glad to be back in people's
0: company. You're not the only one. I think. I think everyone's kind of in that boat <laughs> to get 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 back yeah. out and moving. Susan, we'll dive yeah. straight in. Um, born in Clonford and County Galway, near where the Shannon forms. You're either going to be a Galway woman or an Offaly woman. Yeah, I was
3: very close. I'm very close to Offaly. Uh, I often got flagged by the Galway-Kmogu team, you know, because I, I, I have a bit of a distinguished accent. <laughs> so, they used to, uh, yeah, they used to always, uh, always uh, title me the, uh, the, the Bifo of the group. But, um, yeah, no, I am lucky. I spent most of my time in Baden-Hurr and when I went to school there. I used to, all my part-time jobs were there and everything. So I'm grateful for that. But at the same time, I'm very, very lucky to be on the right side of the bridge, especially yeah, in yeah. terms of sport.
0: Yeah, of course you did. Susan, you as a um secondary school uh, student, you went to St Ryan as a banner which is in County Offaly, and you won in All Ireland with them in two thousand four, you captained to an all All Ireland final. Um that must have been a great experience as a I suppose a teenager. Yeah, that was
3: uh, definitely one of my first kind of uh, experiences of kind of winning something big like that. Um I was very lucky in 2003 actually to win a junior all-Ireland with Galway. I was still in school at the time, and uh, and then I suppose that kind of they gave me a bit more hunger, kind of for more success. And I was just really lucky to be part of a really strong panel that year. A lot of girls that were, you know, 16, 17, and 18, um, and uh, we just went for it that year. And God, we we, we travelled all over the country. We were up the north. We were. We were everywhere, like, and uh, we played. We actually played a team from Galway, St. Rayfields in Galway, and uh, yeah, we just came out on the right side, thank God. And it was a really, really special uh, moment for me, and it's definitely one that's embedded in my memory. And so,
0: Susan, you, yeah, you your club is Aircourt t- in Galway. You've you've had huge success, I suppose, at underage level. With them, you were winning under fourteen championship. You won an under. You won a minor championship. And then in 2015, he won an intermediate county title and he ended up reaching the whole way to, to the All-Ireland final and were bet by Keir of County Tipperary. Um, that alone must have been a great achievement for your club and for, I suppose, the girls that you would have grown up with.
3: Yeah, like going, going that far with the group of girls that you've grown up with and, you know, even bringing on the younger girls as well, you know, um, yeah, it was a really special moment uh, making it to Crow Park with your with your club um, and just watching everyone up in stands, you know. Um, I'll never forget the after match. We we didn't win, but like the people that were there, like they gave us standing ovation. They were just so proud. Yeah. You know, it's not every day your your club, your your little parish gets to go to, to Crow Park. So uh, it was a brilliant, brilliant experience. And look, we thoroughly enjoyed that year. There was, there was a lot of there was a lot of good craft. There was a lot of there was a lot of massive won, let's just say, and there was a lot of there was a lot of, a lot of celebrating that year so. as <laughs> well. That, 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 that <laughs> has
0: to be done. So that Susan, has to be done. Susan, you ended up uh, coming out of Saint Rynas um, our Secondary School, and you headed for NUI Galway, and you graduated there in 2008. Um, was it a different level of Camogie? Uh, I suppose a higher higher level again once you went into third level education.
3: Yeah, I suppose when you go into third level um, you kind of get the opportunity to play with girls then from other different counties and um, you know there's that competitive streak amongst most people on the panel, like there is obviously some girls that want to play for social reasons and stuff but majority of the girls that would kind of play in college would take their smoggy fairly serious. Um, so yeah, it was really good um, and like I've said along with the life of Claire Matt from Claire, um, she's retired now, um, two few the Rye girls that were players previously as well. Um, but I actually then in 2010 went to UCC and that was another step on. And we um, got to an in final that year in 2010. That oh, was 2011, but um, we lost anyway to WIT. They were, I suppose, the King Pins at the time. Um, we played in the miserable Pierce Stadium. Um, but uh, you know, it was horrible. Pierce Stadium never, ever, uh and sun, uh, no, sun never shines in that place and it's always will be but um, look it was a great memory of the game and it was a great chance for me to play along like the like super players from down Munster side and even a bed with a girl canoe car from down. Um, yeah and like I just because of playing with like college um, N U I D and E I have friends like literally Everywhere. spotted all over <laughs> Ireland now, <there>, yeah. Brilliant
0: <laughs> <laughs> and susan frankly what that doesn't notice you you actually ended up um becoming a secondary school teacher for your sins um
3: for my sins yeah is definitely. it something you enjoy doing um i know it is it definitely is something i enjoy doing i um, uh, i suppose i kind of have the personality for it i um, i like i like a bit of banter and um i i kind of bring that i suppose into the classroom with me um, but uh, yeah, like I always have this running joke that uh, the three reasons why I teach the three of them are the months of June, July, and August. So uh, yeah, I um, I know I do enjoy my job. Uh, I do like working with uh, with teenagers because they have a bit of life to them and there's lots of stories and things like that. But um, you only imagine. yeah yeah like when i go into teaching like i never like i was like i'll never be a teacher for the rest of my life and i'm already teaching 10 years now so and uh, and susan i suppose
0: the the, the main thing for me is, how did you end up in with Goldwick camogie or how did that come about or as a player Um,
3: yeah so i suppose i can thank my daddy uh, he drove me the length and breadth of Galway since I was like 10 years of age. Um, there, was a, a lovely, there was two women from my club, um, um, Una Lines actually. She's got arrested. She's passed now. And a woman, Patty Lucas. And she would have kind of been the uh, people who got our club up and running. And um, I was only 10 at the time. And they were like, just sure, go for trials at under 14. Imagine going for under 14 trials at 10. And uh, I was like, okay, uh, maybe I was pushing on 11, but, uh, and I went anyway, and I suppose Galway had such a really good structure that you could, they had like C, a group, you know, different groups, different levels and stuff, and, and I started out with the under-14s at the C level, because I was very young, obviously, yeah. and then I moved all the way up. So I think I played something like three or four years at the under-14s, um, yeah, I know, it's mad, like, you'd never hear of it now, yeah. and, then I uh, moved up, then to the A group, and then progressed up to, I, I think I was 13 when I played under 16, wow. and we won an yeah, All-Ireland that year as well, so I was always a baby going wow. up along, and then in 2003, I would have been, eight, not even 18, 17, I won a junior All-Ireland mm. against Clare. I got, that was my first time to play in Coal Park. And, what was that
0: like, as like, oh, a 17 year old in oh,
3: 17-year-old in Crow Park, yeah. I could tell you, for the first few minutes, my whole body was just paralyzed, because you're just, <laughs> uh, you're just stunned, like, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was just, that was a huge moment, huge, huge moment. Um, we actually drew that match, but I'm so glad we didn't lose it, but we drew it, and then we won the replay of that one. Right. And then, geez, it was, it's just like this mad road, like, then the Iraqer Fed Intermediate, and, and we won that then in 2004, and... I kind of it's kind of the so same group of people coming up along. So Susan,
0: by the time you were seventeen and eighteen years of age, am I right saying you had like a an All Ireland, an All Ireland
3: uh, in school, and a Junior All Ireland, and then when I was about nineteen, then I added an Intermediate,
0: yeah. Wow. She's yeah, I thought it the age of twenty. Wow.
3: I know. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> class. Yeah, when you think about it like that,
0: yeah. And, and did you, did you did you step up then? Um, from 204. you step up then straight into the Yeah, I went up
3: to senior then and um, it was between God there was a load of competition between goalies at that time. It was kind of me and, and the girl um, Stephanie Gannon um right. it was two of us. Um, and I, we kinda of got bit of both they they kinda of came up with the agreement that we'd kinda of go half and half that year. And then kinda of after that then I was kinda of most the most dominant goalie kind of going up along. Um and but
0: yeah, until I retired, I was there a pretty long time. And can I ask you yeah, an, an, an honest question? Like, yes. Are you not terrified when a ball, a slitter, is coming at you at 100 Because, to be honest with you, I'm terrified even looking at it, be, uh, someone taking a shot goals in hurl Or camogie. Okay. So what is the goalie like?
3: Um, I think you have to have some characteristics. Maybe a bit of madness in I'd you to be a
0: goalie. Madness as I'd say it's a major goalie. <laughs>
3: There's, a, there's definitely a tinge of madness in all the goalies I know. Anyway, I, you know what? It's actually funny. I I, I thrive on I thrive on the adrenaline. Of that. I love penalties. I love that kind of scenario. Okay, okay. And the ball that actually I'm more petrified of is that high ball coming in that I'm petrified of dropping. To be mm-hmm. honest, that's, I'd rather get, I'd rather someone absolutely belt the ball at me than actually a, high, a big high ball, in because. Oh, the money a blooper
0: in my time, I can tell you. Oh, you're not the only one who done it myself on several occasions.
3: Yeah,
0: disaster. Uh, Susan, so like you, you had a massive career there with the seniors as well. Um, God, uh, from 2005 to 1016 like that, that's that's a lot of lot of training sessions. <laughs> it's a, it's a lot of injuries. Um, yeah, uh, along that as well. You know, you, you were unsuccessful. In the All Ireland final, two thousand ten and two thousand eleven, uh, with the seniors, um, you were bet against Wexford and both. Am I right saying that? No.
3: Yeah, and we got we got beaten in two thousand eight as well. Um, yeah. Cork beat us in two thousand eight, and then Westford beat us. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. So we had a rotten run of it. Like, like, but uh, d- we could have like could should have walked away. <laughs> like we yeah. lost so much, but. I'm very glad we didn't know and it was as I said, it was the same group of people kinda of keeping keeping each other going and uh yeah, we stuck together, thank God.
0: But but the only thing on it, Susan, was is that in two thousand eleven you actually won an All Star Award as well.
3: Yeah, it was, it was very surprising because they like to kinda of give them out to the All Ireland champions I suppose. But yeah, I had a good year and it's actually got the night of the All-Star like it was, for many a year there it was kind of between myself Issa Murray and Mag Darcy yeah. uh, the Cork and Wexford goalie so we'd have great crack you know uh, around that you know and the slagging matches and all would be happening but uh, yeah I was very lucky to come away with I suppose it's
0: great winning All Ireland in the group and that and everything, but it's nice to come away with some personal accolades as well. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a good thing to get. Like, um, there's not too many people that has All our Ar- All Stars in their back pockets as well as All Ireland and yeah. so And so basically, in 2013, he finally got over the hurdle. Uh, he bet Kilkenny in the All Ireland final. Like that must have been just unbelievable feeling.
3: Yeah, it was just something that, I suppose, like, I know I had previous kind of experience, but I, then we had so much loss after that. Yeah. And um, there was always kind of that fear. Like Crow Park was nearly a place that we used to dread to go. Um, you know, like because it was just it was it was just always linked to loss. And I don't know what it was about that year. Um, we were just um a difference. There was a difference about us that year. We were very um confident group of people um we had a really good setup with us as well um and we were kind of we uh, it was actually great that day they go into meet to one day all ireland just before us as well oh, okay. so if that yeah so that kind of set a set a tone maybe for the day that you know like they're after winning now and we can't leave one behind so um yeah we had it was actually quite funny like one of our Managers, I suppose, that we tried to relax the thing, you know, because he's very nervous going just before you run out on Spro Park. And yeah. he's like, you know, remember now when you're shaking hands with Michael D, just think of his underpants he's wearing. You know, like, I'm sure if, if, you were to watch, if you were to watch back the cliff, if you were to watch back the cliff, every time someone shook his hand, everyone was laughing, like, just because it's just that image. And it was just kind of like that little bit of crack you had before you left, and it kind of did relax us. Yeah, I never felt like we were going to lose that one, to be honest. Um, I'd say you drank forget. Galway dry. Oh, it <laughs> was... We we rented... We had a bus every single evening um, of the week after, and we went the whole place. We we, we literally travelled the length and the of Galway and literally drank the place dry. Like, it was well, actually think, so funny.
0: I think... I know it sounds so stupid, even, like, when you're in tight and stuff like that. I think that's, that alone is just the best thing. Like, after when all the crowd is gone and you're just with your teammates that you've worked so hard with, you know, just to have a yeah. bit of crack and let the hero down, like I think that's the best part of it all, once you win yeah, title or title.
3: Yeah, like, I'll never forget, like, uh, we were a few, I was always kind of the early bird, you know, waiting for the gang to come and all, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, Trez Maher was there, and I was like, oh, Trez did you think you'd be coming today, and uh, she was like, oh, fuck it, we've lost so many now, and I'm going to really enjoy this one, like, so, <laughs> It just turned out then that Trey's retired after that, so oh. she really, she knew, like, you know, she waited a long time to win one, so she was definitely going to celebrate it.
0: So in, in 2016, Susan, you, you uh, hung up the boots, I suppose would be the, the way to see it. Um, was it due to injury or just...?
3: Um, it, was, it was due, it was a couple of different reasons. I just kind of felt um, it was kind of my time in life of maybe do something a bit different um um and did i kind of regret that decision i probably kind of did because i was only 30-ish i think when i retired maybe 31 and i kind of still regret now leaving the panel then and i i just it was a very hard decision to make in the first place and then i suppose as the time went on and we were kind of watching the girls playing and not going training with that group, I just found it very hard and it's definitely one regret, like I definitely felt that maybe I could have given another year or two yeah. um, not, not, not saying that I would have met the team or anything you know, like there's young talent coming up there you know, there he leaves currently in gold at the moment she's fantastic yeah. um, like I obviously would have been there would have been huge competition and everything but I definitely kind of felt maybe I, left, I kind of left a bit early but Look,
0: (coughs) things things move on. The years have passed so quickly, and now I find myself in charge of another team. So, uh so it's crazy, really, when you think about it. And am I you? You kind of you brought um, from Galway. You you went in with AIT in with Lizzie Flynn down in AIT. um, Yeah. So you you went in there, and uh, like I've seen you. I've been down with the AIT ladies, and I've seen the training you do and the work you've done with them girls over the the last couple of years has been phenomenal, and it kind of it finally paid off. So for you stepping into the coaching career, it was two thousand nineteen. Uh, you won the Father Maher Cup. Yeah, Father Maher, Um yeah. just with,
3: uh, with Lizzie. Yeah, uh, suppose I live in Athlone, and uh, Lizzie. Lizzie does be so funny, if Lizzie Flynn rings and she asks her for a favor, you know, there's something coming, you know. <laughs> so she rang me a couple of years ago, and she's like, I'm a favor to ask you. And uh, I actually, she was living in Athlona fest at that time, and I, she's like, would you come along with me and train AIT? And I was like, oh, Jesus. Uh, and I, right, I said, right, I'll commit to one evening in a week. And um, went down, I think it was a Monday and a Wednesday. And, uh, I'm sure I sure was addicted after that. thing. it was just, I really, it was really, really enjoyable. I think I was so used to coaching kids, um, yeah. and then I went into coaching adults, and I just found it a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. Um. I just I suppose you could you could go that one step further with the adults, and you know you can have that additional craft with them as well. And yeah, I, I did. I really enjoyed the coaching aspect with the adults, um, and uh, I am sure there was a few points in there as well I'm sure with I know them. What?
0: I know too well the Christmas parties <laughs> used to get us
3: the Christmas parties yes absolutely um, so yeah I suppose I can thank you but look we had a lot of lost at those as well we, I think we lost at like two All-Ireland and then finally on the third time yeah. um, we got the win in Potemar and that was really good like yeah I was glad
0: And are you, sti- are you still there with them uh, Susan?
3: Um, it's just been so sad like because of Covid yeah. I think there's been two seasons missed now and and like I was actually, I actually met up with a load of the girls who I would have had like to win the All Ireland, and they're in fourth year now, and they're mm-hmm. all going to be leaving, and they've missed they've missed a whole year and a half yeah, of small and as, AIT, yeah, same as with the yeah, it's crazy. and it's really really sad, like because yeah. like if I do go back or whatever it really is in the future, like like all those players, you mm-hmm. know, are going yeah. to be
0: gone, you know. Yeah. They the, the were the babbies coming in, and they're they're the adults walking out. That's yeah, way yeah. I always say.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. So Susan, from that you you got involved uh, in 2000 and uh, was it 2019, 2020? You got involved with the Offaly Camogie as a goalkeeping coach.
3: Yeah, it was last season um, I got involved as uh, the goalkeeping coach. Yeah, um, and it started the year started out really well and um, uh, things you know I was looking up and the league went well enough for the girls and everything and then uh, I suppose COVID kicked in and That's then a disaster struck, then, and um, um, I suppose due to COVID, then the ma- some of the management were not able to commit, um, unfortunately, and um, I was just asked by the kind of board if I'd step in as, I suppose, interim manager, yeah. um, just to help out and stuff. And um, I, like, I, I didn't have really, I suppose, any, um, I was living on my own and alone, and I didn't really have anyone that was vulnerable. So I just kind of said, yeah, I would like, and, yeah. and, and, that, like, I had great respect for those girls. They wanted to play comogi and that's true, it's not, if you want, if there's a bunch of girls who want to play, I feel it's very important that you facilitate that. And um, so I just said that, that's what, that's how that happened. And then, I suppose, then there was a, an AGM or whatever, and I was asked if I'd step in as manager this year. And I, uh, like, I, I had to think about it a bit, because, like, I'm only 34 years age. Some of the girls aren't that much younger than me, and... I suppose I, w- I was nervous because I wouldn't have had a huge, like, managerial yeah. kind of background, if you get me. Um, and I do love the coaching, uh, so I, I like you know. I suppose it's just, um, I suppose it's to find find out boundaries where you know what's the right thing for you. And yeah. I just, I just, I had a chat with one of my friends then, and they just said, "Are you mad? Like, this is a great opportunity. You're going in, you know, a fresh page." um there's no expectations as of yet you know why wouldn't you go in and give it a go and i suppose that kind of puts things in context then but and uh, yeah
0: but so but we're but back now the, the funny thing i suppose with because they haven't really had much recent success over the last couple of years so there really is um i suppose no no pressure as such on the shoulders and like you do come in in fairness with you with it with a wealth of experience, like, you know, in terms of, you've been in five All-Ireland finals, with Galway, and you won the Senior All-Ireland in 2013, you won, uh, you won two All-Stars, am I right? One or two? Yeah. You won two? Two, yeah. And then two. on top yeah. of that, just to make it a little bit better, <laughs> you won two Puck Fodder titles, all ireland uh, like yeah. But you brought wealth of experience, um, as a player going into, I- in intercounty county management, like, that, that alone has to stand to you, you know? And I suppose, listen, I s- it's probably still a pain in the arse because you ha- probably haven't got to meet them fully. You're only back, kind of now getting into the routine of it. I know you wouldn't know a lot of them from last year doing the intern management, but to really sit down and get to know the girls, like, are you looking forward to the year, or have you much? Done, um, I suppose,
3: yeah, like, I, I was, I was very excited to kind of get back. Like, I was lucky enough to know some of the girls, and there's a good few new ones in as well. Um, and I look, kind of nervous because, like you know, there's like I'm quite competitive kind of person anyway. So, like I just I I'd always want to be achieving the best. And um, so look, I, I suppose it's for me it's really important that I I suppose as a manager now that I facilitate the best the best training sessions, the the best um, you know just. The, like, I'm, I'm used to coming, I suppose, from a background, you know, that was luckily enough getting to All-Ireland Finals and things like that, and yes. we were treated really, really well, you know, and now, we were, like, it took a long, long time, like, in my sort of first playing career, God, we'd be lucky to get fair, track two pants, you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, but uh, toward the latter part of my career, you know, there was a lot of professionalism in the group, and I suppose, and uh, maybe awfully uh, didn't experience that as much as, you know like the and carts and all those have so i suppose that was one of my ambitions is to bring that professionalism in with us this year and to kind of emphasize the importance of strength and conditioning and you know um, just coaching big aspect for us uh, coaching. so look I, I spend a lot of time trying to put together a team and um, i have two SNC coaches i Coaches, I've um, sec- or, sorry, I have um, lecturers, I have like hip people, um, yeah, and I re- and I have nutritionists, and I and look, I have the back, and I've counted board as well. So um, yeah, so I, I feel that like my setup is now right. I feel like the panel is strong, and um, I just I'm hoping now that look, there's that whole saga going on at the moment with the. That's Whether it's going to be a split season at the moment or not. And personally look, I, I hope I really do hope for for us that we get to play against first and the clubs next. Yeah. Um and and that's just that's just I just feel uh like I it's it's just it's such a shame at the moment, like they're it's nearly they're nearly trying to create a county versus club and that and that's not it at all, you know. Um, it, it, it's 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 hard on girls. It's hard on girls it's expect them hard on to me. do it after all Yeah. And I know, I know, like a lot of club people are out there saying, well, there's way more club people, and and that's very true. And I and I come from a great club myself, and I know that my my club mates are definitely dying to get back. And mm-hmm. um, but I suppose what worries me then is just like I don't know, is is everybody is everybody being told the the, the truth? Like a, a lot of club people are um, under the impression that they're going to have loads of time to play in the middle of the season, and you know, and I just don't think they're going to have enough time and. Um, I don't know, it's, it's just a bit of a mess at the moment, and I, I really do think, um, I, I hope that things will get sorted out, for, for because there's a lot of upheaval at the moment, and just trying to yeah. keep my girls now concentrating on the past at time, you know, the league match coming up yeah. um, against Dublin and, and Kenny in a few weeks' time, and I suppose we'll try to keep that saga out of the camp, and yeah. just i know there's a lot of different opinions in the group and everything but i suppose i just have to kind of um yeah. reiterate control. the importance of keeping the group together yeah
0: And but like, listen like i i just from looking from the outside and looking at the, i suppose what's going on at the minute like it, it's crazy because they're not in line with um the ladies uh, football association and when you have um, the ladies football association that have come out and saying they're going county first and then club after and it just for the dual players alone like it's so hard on them um,
3: yeah we've two we've two yeah. girls now that are playing dual and they're quite stressed even just thinking about the year ahead because they could be playing county yeah. uh smoggy and playing club football at the same time and then it's going to be vice versa and uh, they're just a bit overwhelmed at the moment yeah. um they just don't see and like i just talking to a lot of girls in different counties and i have a few friends that are getting married like in october november yeah. like and like they're going to be a, could be out in championship like you know yeah, well, um absolutely.
0: and it's just i just worry about player burnout being honest with you and player welfare that's that's where yeah i'm at you know where you could like, yeah you, you know if you're in the height of championship with your club you're going to be expected to train maybe three nights a week and then if you're with a county team and so on, it, it's the same as well, Susan, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, like, uh, I know the cl- some of the club people are saying that they haven't played Hurling in a long time, but um, I'm just thinking of the county players. Some of them, like like Galway, didn't stop playing for December and then came back again in January. And then they're going to go play club, uh, possibly in the middle, and then they're going to play county again. And then there's going to be preseason probably in January and February. <laughs> And that's um, just like uh, <laughs> that's a lot
0: long. Like that'll be two years, really. Yeah. So I don't know. But b- back to back to Awfully and all things Camogie in Awfully, um, you've a really good group of girls, uh, Susan. In the terms of yeah. like, even the likes of uh, Sharon Saint Rhinus who reached the All iron final, they, they had heartbreak in that All iron final. Like the club uh, Camogie in Awfully, it's it's actually it's flying high. Like and I. Be fair, I I get great enjoyment to actually going to Camogie games in Offaly because I just think they're, they're they're unbelievable standard at the minute.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a couple of clubs now there that are quite competitive, like you know, and it kind of comes down to nitty-gritty, There's a couple of clubs there that uh, in the semi-final stages, quarter-final stages, that are kind of you know um, that are there and thereabouts. Like they're not too far away from each other, to be honest, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's great there is that I suppose sub rivalry and there is that bit of competitive edge and um yeah, definitely Look, there's, like the, the one disadvantage I suppose in Office is there's not that many clubs. Um and I suppose I suppose then that kinda influences, you know, other things yeah. down the line. But yeah. yeah, it definitely does um because you have less of a pick I suppose, but yeah. Um just look, I suppose we're lucky that the clubs um, have good infrastructures in place and that the work that they're doing with their clubs is, is very good, yeah. So there's great talent coming through there in
0: Auckland. And, and my fi- my final question, I don't want to keep you on the, on the line too long, my final question for you, is it a goal, Susan, down the line, five, ten years, to step back into, I suppose, Galway and try and get, uh, manage them, or would you have an interest in it?
3: Uh, someone actually said that to me for the crack the other day. Um, uh, look, I don't know. I don't know where we're going to go after this, but um, I definitely wouldn't be going near them in the next five years anyway because, I, you know, I wouldn't want to be coaching, I suppose, a team uh, I, that I would, that girls I know. Um, uh, luckily, never say never. I don't know. We, like, we'll have to see how this year goes. I <laughs> could be able could be shot after this year. You never know, but... Um, look we'll pray we'll pray that this year goes well anyway and uh we'll just have to take things as we go and um, look i do enjoy it i i, I enjoy the kind of this, this side of it as well and um, the coaching and the, and the, and that but uh yeah i don't know i don't know it'll <laughs> be it'd be an interesting it's an interesting question
0: yeah um, I'll be Susan, listen, I'm going to leave it there with you. Um, it's an absolute pleasure having a chat with you today because I know you're busy in the lead-up to your National League uh, group games against Kilkenny in Dublin. Uh, I want to wish you the very best of luck for the season. Um, you're you're a great chat. Um, you're a, a, a great person to to be out on the night out with, I can tell you that, anyways. Um, <laughs> I'll, um, I'll chat to you soon, and stay safe, Susan. Yeah, thanks a
3: million,
0: Alan. Thank you. Bye-bye, bye-bye. <laughs>
1: And
2: of course that was the current office senior community manager Susan so honour. thanks very much to Susan for coming on and on behalf of myself and Alan we want to wish you the best in your upcoming campaign now Alan how are you? I'm great did you do much over the week?
0: We're back. We're back. Oh Jesus, why did I not even talk about this? <laughs> no, I won't stay too long because I'll just keep rambling on. I know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's why you have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, club's back. We are back training last night with the uh, Cologa ladies. Brilliant. Great crack. Inter county minor is back. No All Ireland series. No? No, just it's down to the provincial okay. uh, to decide. Yeah. so sucked. Basically,
2: Leinster make a decision the Munster make a decision yeah, whether yeah. they want to run off yeah, a minor um, competition. Yeah. This is at LGFA level. Yeah, but in fairness, like the girls are after having, like everybody else, they're after having a long time with no action. What's the point of bringing the back Trend, and if they're not going to give them some sort of competition? Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. No. So, if you're listening from the Leinster, Munster, Ulster or Connacht... Get that competition get going. Get that competition going, lads, wouldn't you be the lord? <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
0: <laughs> we're going to head over to Lakeside now, where we're going to talk to former Inter-County Camogie player and All-Ireland winning captain, Mairead McCormack.
2: Take it away!
0: Alright, on this week's podcast we are delighted to have Mairead McCormack, the former All-Ireland intermediate winning captain with Westmead. Mairead, how the hell are you?
1: I'm not too bad,
0: Alan, yourself? Ah, sure, listen, could be worse, could be worse. Mairead, we'll, we'll dive straight into it. Um, I was just reading an article during the week and I was kinda of figuring out little bits and bobs on you and doing me research. You you actually retired at quite an early age. You retired at thirty.
1: I did. Well, uh, I suppose not really by my choice. Injury wise, I had to kind of retire, but right. I'm still at club level, so that's just county. Um,
0: would would it be a case, would you love to go or would you've loved to stay on for another couple of years or I
1: I. Maybe not a couple of years. I would have loved to have a go at senior. Yeah. I, we, we played senior in the Leinster Championship, but I never got the All-Ireland, like the All-Ireland Championship. Missed out, say, last year, but I would have loved to just be able to say I played, you know, Senior All-Ireland, but look, these things happen.
0: So take me back to a young Mairead McCormack. Where did it all <laughs> start? I know I know you well, but where did the, the bowel Mairead McCormack oh, sure. start?
1: It all started in the back, uh, Pat Fox's field, with yourself, Murphy, and Poggy Fox, and Paul and Emer.
0: I don't uh, think Emer was much of a, a footballer.
1: <laughs> no. Um, I suppose it started with St. Joseph's. I, I started football with St. Joseph's. Nicky McCormack trained me. Huh. And um, then we I played hurling with Castletown. Uh, there was no camogie team at the time, so Pat O'Brien trained me. I think it was under maybe 10s, under 12s and then we got a camogie team so i started in so i was a boy back in the day a tomboy <laughs> until it, yeah for sure
0: and was it was it always was i suppose camogie your first love marade or
1: no it would have been football Oh, right, you know, okay there was no i i suppose in national school there was no real um, hurling team you know in stream sound it wouldn't really be a hurling threshold so it, it would have been football up until maybe i was 10 or that yeah
0: and when you, uh, I suppose, came into, your secondary school would have been Kilbegan, am I right, no?
1: Yeah, yeah. Would you
0: have come in there, or?
1: Yeah, we did, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we weren't bad as well, I suppose, because majority of Cast Town players went to Kilbegan as well. So, you know, like, you know, a lot of Cast Town players, I suppose, are from Streamstown as well, It's made up. Majority yeah. of Cast Town, Stream Town, Loch Nivalli and balnagore kind of, but... Yeah. I know we are good enough now in the school's teams as well.
0: So if we if we look at Marie and you, you say that um football was your first love. Were you intercounty level standard football or was it just a bit of crack at club or Yeah,
1: no, I I played from under twelves up until senior. Oh right. and then I, I tore my cruciate then I we play I played senior when I was sixteen. I right. Tore my cruciate then when I was sixteen and then after that I actually went back for it again. And then when I uh, came back, back the second time, I went to County uh, Camogie then. I didn't uh, go to the football then. Am I right,
0: Sam Raid, you, you actually missed out on an intermediate football Ireland medal as well due yeah. to Cruciate?
1: Yeah, Cruciate was torn that year, yeah. Oh, wow. So I think th- that was the nail in the coffin, really, for the football. Not that it was their fault. I just said, look, I have to get an All-Ireland somewhere. So I went to the Camogie, knew there was a chance of it.
0: And I suppose at your age sixteen, and then at eighteen, I think you done your cruises. Did you not just think, ah, oh, here, forget about it, or was it always no, I'll come back and do a bit more, like?
1: I suppose I was young enough that I yeah. I wanted to go back. You know, God forbid it happened now. I'd say here, take the boots with you. I'm not going back. <laughs> no, I always, I suppose at sixteen, you know, it was very seldom. You know, you didn't really hear people doing cruise shit when I was sixteen. That I just thought, oh, if I hop up on a bike here once or twice, I'd be able to go back. <laughs> and I'd say that's why I kind of did it the second time. I didn't really build it up. But right. no, the second time now, I, I did it all, the rehab properly. So touch wood. It doesn't.
0: And so, Mairead, you stepped into the camogie scene. Um, and for years, to be honest with you, like Westmeat camogie wouldn't have been as well known as it is now currently because of all the success you've had. When he first started with the with the Westmeath senior camogie team, was it a different environment to where it is now? Or I know Johnny Graham came in and he done huge work with she. But
1: yeah, oh definitely. You had you know George Jackson was with us there, uh, Castown man. He was there with us and look they did as well as they could probably with the county board what they were giving us at the time and stuff. But Johnny probably brought it up another level. You know he had the professionalism. He's just incredible manager really, and he had the backroom team. You know, Ger and those were kind of nearly trying to do it on their own rather than having five or six with them. You know, whereas Johnny, he really made it professional and he just brought it to another level. So, yeah, it changed a lot when he came in. And I suppose, you know, we didn't win stuff straight off. He had to build it off in a few years as well. And it took the time, but it paid off, really.
0: But, yeah, but I, I was only looking, at, like, in the five years he was there, I think he nearly got silverware every year, whether it be league Yeah,
1: well, the first year, the, the first year we actually we got to the All-Ireland semi-final and we lost by a point in extra time oh, Carlo. Nice. And, you know, to be honest, I don't know, it, it probably was the best thing to happen to us because the following year we won then, you know, that it was, you know, it was a great reason to go back and train hard the following year. Yeah. You know, if we won it probably in our first year, I don't know if we would have been ready for Co Park. Yeah. So, but uh, so we were always there, thereabouts, straight away with Johnny. Yeah.
0: And, 2017, he, he won a Premier Junior All-Ireland. Um, yeah. what was that like? I suppose coming out into Grove Park, and I suppose it's different for anyone that doesn't know. You, you had your two sisters, with you Joanne, and Adele, um, on the pitch as yeah. well. One was playing, uh, one was full back, and you were wing forward, and you'd one in the Joanne middle. Joanne was
1: midfield. Yeah. Yeah. Three
0: sisters. How did it feel? Yeah.
1: Ah, uh, I suppose the build up coming up to was unbelievable. Going around all the local areas, like sure all the keenan's had stuff out for us and rose mountain stream sound everywhere like there was signs up and everything so that, it, that was the nicest part, probably you were like so, politicians going around Honest to God, shaking hands everywhere blessing babies and all <laughs> but, uh, no i was brilliant the build-up as i said that was the class part of it but uh, sure running out onto the pitch as i said the, that evening when we came home one of the girls was like what did you think of the noise i said like, i honestly thought visualising when I was born, I was like a tumbleweed rolling across the pitch that no one was going to be there. You right. know, you just yeah. don't think that the get this support. And the roar was just amazing. Like it actually nearly deafened me. I, I tried to do a Gary Connickton on it and jump over the the bench. Got the two feet caught. <laughs> <laughs> now I didn't, I managed to get the foot down before I fell. But yeah, yeah, so that was a good start. That got the nerves out of me, I suppose. And
0: I, I suppose, um, like... Y- your family is a camogie-mad family now. Like, if, if you're talking about camogie in the county, like, you'd always talk about McCormick's, Like, And even your parents, like they go to nearly every game across the country in their little camper van now, I suppose, at this stage.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. They're nearly at the training sessions if they got a chance. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, and that's it. That's a part of it, you know. And I suppose now in COVID, even last year, I suppose, it was just not the same when you can't have these supporters. And yeah. they do go to everything, you know, and... I suppose it's probably not as enjoyable for say if I have a match now next weekend, come home and tell Mum about it, where she loves to be at the games. Yeah. You know, it's just mo- it's more to meet other people as well rather than.
0: Yeah, it's social aspect.
1: But, uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so they love it.
0: And I suppose you won the Junior All Ireland, and following. No, it was two years after that you went on to win the Intermediate All Ireland. Am I right
1: saying that? Yeah, yeah. And we won the Leinster um, in 2018. Yeah. Uh we bet Dublin in that and then the following year we, we bet uh Galway in the intermediate then. Oh in twenty
0: nineteen, sorry.
1: Nineteen, yeah.
0: Uh Murray, when you were picked for captain to, to lead them that year, like did you <laughs> honestly think you were going to be in an intermediate all all Ireland final and then on top of it to score probably no, the most I, important I was, goal? I
1: was picked I was named captain the year before. Right. I was captain for twenty eighteen and I'll never forget, we were at Clonkill training and uh, he just said, oh, I've captain picked and I was looking around, God, who's it going to be? And he picked me. Well, I nearly dropped because (coughs) I'm one of the biggest messers on the whole team. So I was kind of like, me? He's clearly doing this for me to kind of behave a bit. But uh, yeah, no, it was great. Look, his his class, we named it. And I suppose that when we... I know I can't be complaining about a Leinster, but we got to the All-Ireland semi that year as well and we lost by a point. And uh, I... I uh, thought right, that's my chance gone. at kind of lifting the cup in Crow Park as a captain. Yeah. So I was extra, extra impressed. Kind of the next year to be called it again.
0: Um, obviously it was a huge because you you were down you were down a couple of points at time to come out. Um, and for just to know that that all intermediate all around fine because I remember what and, and I was kind of nearly half saying you were dead and buried. Like, what in, did he give you? Uh, injections into dressing room or what went on? Like he just came out like <laughs> different animals.
1: Yeah, I suppose, actually he said feck all, it was, uh, it was more ourselves, Paula Hearn, he'd be um, our yeah, sports, uh, and yeah, he'd be, he comes in and kind of tells us, be quiet, you know, get your breath, get your drink and all that, one girl, Michelle Mertz, she plays at Lachlan Gales, she wouldn't say a word throughout <coughs> the whole year, and she stood up and kind of said, you know, come on the fuck girls, this is the time we have to do it, and, blah, blah. and that, was all she, that was all that had to be said, for her to kind of say, you'd swear this girl doesn't get care like the way she'd go on usually <laughs> and she just kind of proved and we we're like right okay and Johnny came in he literally just says right girls we know that was shit let's change it right this is what we're going to do and change the tactics up a bit but he didn't there was no shouting there was no roaring he'd nearly be shouting at you more if you were playing better if you were winning seven points up he could have went you know in case we'd lose it or something but
0: and he was coming up I suppose for coming off that as well Mairead, scoring the goal like, what was the initial... Yeah. Talk- <laughs> like, would you, was that just pure pox, or was it the case of...
1: As, a, as a, uh, my boyfriend, Dee McDermott, he says, I'm nearly like Seamus Darby now, scored a goal, and then stopped playing, and, and on the, I'm on the booze ever since.
0: <laughs> Down in Drake's. But to be fair now, Scott. he can't say much, I wouldn't take...
1: <laughs> no, <it can. laughs> so, he can um, I know the goal, look, as I... Sheila McGrath, and myself, swap positions. The guys just changed us. And I had the height on the girl, really. It was yeah. just uh, right place, right time. But, oh, look, it was, it was unreal. Class. I had to look back on it every so often. <laughs>
0: and it was. And even, I suppose, the aftermath of all that and, the I suppose, the celebration. Like, for what you done as a group of girls for Westmeat Camogie, like, is just unbelievable. And where you brought it from and to now like uh, the celebrations that night alone coming back into Mullingar like, it w- I'd say you didn't stop drinking for seven days like.
1: no easily yeah <laughs> <laughs> take off one more day and go again <laughs> send yeah, it in six to, hours have to enjoy the moment <laughs> honestly God yeah Not to, and we had actually we had a championship game I'd say three or four days after we played St. Monas in Castletown and I had I played midfield for the first half and they had to take me off and I went straight up to Drake's <laughs> Three of the Munna's girls came up with me. They were playing on the team, the McGraths. They thought that was pretty much what my week consisted of. <laughs> but look, these are, these are the moments you have to enjoy.
0: And when, when you, you won that in 2019, 2020 came, obviously COVID came. Um, did you have a feeling back in 2019 that You know, my leg was starting to give trouble, you know that I Yeah,
1: I did to be honest, um, for the whole year twenty nineteen I uh my knee was kinda at me. I had it strapped up set for the final. Right. Um it was it was just I suppose it's I don't know what it is really. I had to get an operation on it in September. So I was training um pre COVID and it was kinda at me, but I was like, Look, I'll just strap it up again and then when COVID came it was just getting worse. So I said, Look, now's the time. I didn't really know championship was going to come back to be honest yeah. last year you know i kind of thought now's the time get it rested and get it right and you know go go out in 2021 but then i kind of missed out last year and i said look my time is gone now i suppose i, I didn't want to go into a whole new season i kind of just wanted to but anyway and it was it was just yeah it was just one of
0: them injuries that were just niggling in the background
1: uh, yeah exactly
0: and are you still plan marid on doing um obviously club camogie uh, your club is castletown and in the f- on camogie site and then your club on the football would be clubed shamrocks do you still plan on doing a bit with them as well
1: oh yeah yeah I, I like i'm back running and stuff like that and we're all back training now on monday so um yeah between them both of them I'm sure i'll be out nearly every day of the week so i may as well be I with County. <laughs> but uh, I know it's lovely and to be honest I mean, I'm looking forward to the year. I'm looking forward to actually be able to play club. You know, I'd say since I've been playing county, you never get to play club as, you know, Commit fully, as as commit fully to. to it. Yeah, you know, you'll you be at training and you'll have to stand out because you might have a match at the weekend and stuff that it's nice to be able to play, you know, give it your all really.
0: And, to be fair to you, you, you will have, you'll have a good year in, with club as well in terms of cast down with Camoggi and Kilbeggan. Eve just recently coming down from um, intermediate football in Westmeen You're in junior. Like you'd be expected to bounce straight back up in that as well. And I mean, is your sister? I think your sisters are still playing. Are they no?
1: They're not. No. No. Too busy having babies, Mur. <laughs> 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 so I wish. I wish there were I could do with them. I'm
0: sure, listen, that that that's not the end of the world <laughs> either. But you st- is Trina and Trina Durkin Eve Durkin their relationship? Oh. No. Well, they? will be surely and on the me, pitch.
1: Yeah, oh, they're still there. They're
0: Mara- they are. they're
1: plowing along. there, all right.
0: So, yeah. Marie, Mara- if we go, if we go, I suppose on a personal note, what what is does Marie McCormack do Monday to Friday, nine
1: to five? Mairead uh, Marie McCormack works in Estherine Nursing Home, huh. and then when she when she comes home, I go. Uh, sure, now I'm really I'm going for runs or whatever in the evening,
2: and right. then it's
1: pretty much chill. That's weekdays, and then weekends is takeaways and beer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
1: <laughs> so ruining everything I've done from Monday to Friday.
0: Would it be, on a, on a serious note, would it be something um, down the line, I suppose, in two, three years' time, that if or if Darren McCormack would ever to pick up the phone and ask you to come and do something, maybe in a coaching aspect, would you like to do something like that?
1: Um, I'd never say no. You know, I... I i'm um, suppose I'm helping out with the under fourteens say i'm um, club camogie at the moment right. and it's enjoyable, but i don't know what i suppose I'd have to try with um younger first right. i don't know how how adults would take me serious <laughs> you know I'm too much of a messer at the moment <laughs> have to mature <laughs> but no i would i'd never say no to it mark
0: yeah no it's, it i i actually think someone i' um, knowing you well like in your attitude i think it would be an, an ideal fit for management uh, management gig or going in the selectors or so on with them as well as your experience like you've wealth of experience
1: yeah oh yeah you know and I'm wishing Darren the best with it I'm sure he'll be super at it now he has some he has good experience behind him like he was with us the last few years as well so I'm sure he'll do a great job with county
0: have, have you much of a feeling Mairead um, on how the county will go this year in senior championship uh, camogie or what's, what's your thought from instead of you always being the player that was there and being a part of it, now you're the I suppose the outsider looking in what's your what's your thoughts on the year
1: well like look there to be honest with the senior with the county it's it's very two tiered you know you have the likes of Kilkenny Galway you know all those big yeah. teams they're, they're very they're very high up but you have the likes of you know I suppose Offaly and Clare and a few other like Limerick, all these, you know that Westmeath can definitely put them up to them, you know to put it up to Um Waterford last year, and I think they made semi final spot after Waterford, or you know that yeah. it, they are there there by about it's just I suppose maybe a few more years into it, but they can definitely make maybe quarter final stages.
0: Is it is it something Um rage that I'm I'm I've actually I meant to at the very start is it something that probably gets under your skin over the last couple of. Days about where the Camogie Association has come out and have gone with a split season. If you as a player now, would that have drove you yeah.
1: mad? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially when you know to see see eighty five percent of the players it's said crazy. they wanted a split season, and then to go and do the opposite. You know, it's why bother ask the players what they want when you're not going to listen to it. But um, it just it makes no sense. Like, look, at the end of the day, I don't want to play a championship in october november december but if if it means all my players the county players are going to be there okay suck it up play it then you know yeah it's i they i just think i don't know i think it's madness you can still have league you can have club league and the girls county girls just don't play you know at least you're getting games in yeah. but um i just I, yeah it's bizarre i think it's madness anyway but uh,
0: yeah i i think i think listen you're not the only one even i had susan erner on earlier and she was very much on the same basis that and she's obviously awfully senior camogie manager and she was saying kind of it, it's it's just very very hard to take apart for the girls that are going to put in so much work throughout the year and then they're actually going to have to, any dual players they're going to have to decide then whether do i stay yeah. on my camogie or do i go and play with my club in my football or go to county football and it yeah, just yeah
1: i don't know if you've seen jimmy greville he was um he's managing Camogie yes. team he was interviewed and he said 95% or something of his team are dual county players wow. and and Cavan would be more of a football team so he's like I'm going to lose not, we're not going to be able to field if it's not a split season you know he said it's just it just doesn't awesome work wow. so I don't know what I you know it's just the way it is I don't think they're thought true, you yeah. know and it's very hard
0: it's very hard and even the likes of Jimmy like they went on and won a junior Premier All-Ireland last year like and for a team that's just you yeah. know, stepping up into intermediate.
1: Developed up, yeah. That's the
0: last thing you need, like.
1: Yeah, you know it's disappointing. I, it's just I don't know, it, especially when we're after joining up with the GPA. Yeah. I don't think they've made any favors for themselves because I went to many a conference up in Crow Park about you know trying to get as much as we can, you know, and make Komogi as good as it can and all this other stuff, and then to just take a few steps back. Yeah. You know, and things like that, you know, they're not helping themselves. And but um, hopefully it's solved. solved in,
0: in I suppose in the club aspect with Caston Gagan would you like to get your hands on a senior championship before you, before you finish oh, out
1: that would be the dream the Matrix Cup bring it back to Drake's. Yeah, and it'll never be it'll never be <laughs> taken off again <laughs> just one <laughs> oh, more shot at it that would be yeah that would be just a, a dream now come true
0: in the next I suppose 5-10 years I know it sounds stupid but I asked this to everyone every guest where do you see yourself for? What do you plan on doing, Mered?
1: Um, I don't really know. planning on building a house now in the next year, or so if you know a good painter, let me know.
0: Johnny, yeah, we'll give Johnny a shout.
1: Morris will surely get him in. Yeah, I don't really know, Murph. I suppose, like, well, I won't be playing in the next 10 years of sport, but I'd like to be involved in some way. As you say, maybe management, or, you know, you wouldn't know, but I would love, I, I, I think sport is just massive, you know, to keep part of the community and stuff like that. Yeah. but um yeah look i I hopefully win the lotto or something like that and it will be over and
0: you'll be over in balancubber with Pat fox <laughs>
1: yeah fine <laughs> oh. and all evening
0: all right Mariae, listen we're going to leave it there. it's been an absolute pleasure chatting you um i wish you the best of luck in the coming season with the club uh both on the camogie and the football side of things and you're an, an inspiration of what you've done, I suppose, leading your county to know Ireland. There's not too many from Streamstown that has done that. Um. So listen, we leave it there and I will speak to you soon, Miread. I'll surely see you in Drake's for a pint at some stage.
1: Hopefully, very soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Murray, bye. Thanks a million, Merv. Bye, bye.
2: bye. 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 Yeah, that was, of course, former All-Ireland winning captain, Mairead McCormick, and once again, we want to thank Mairead for coming in, or coming on even, sorry, and having a little chat with us and telling us all about herself. Great to hear from her. That's it. That's it. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. But it's not <laughs> all she wrote, Marv.
0: Why, you want to forget?
2: Were you a little bit busy during the week? I was. Getting a few bits and Bob's done? I was. Well, where's this going? An old website or something coming oh, on the Yeah, the new yeah. yeah, ways of a website. Yeah. <laughs> Don't
0: forget, guys, you can check us out now on ww.kickthef and You can sign up and then you'll automatically get the links every Friday for our Spotify.
2: Will they automatically send me a link to remind me to upload it to Spotify? Uh, that could be uh That be might be off. a bad idea. It saves you texting me four hundred times. Is it up yet? Is it up yet? Is it up yet? Well, listen if the missus looks at the phone and sees all these texts that up yet, she would be thinking something's going on. <laughs> 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 all right. Also, before we go, you're jesu to get out of here. Before we go, keep an eye on our Facebook page over the weekend <laughs> on Sunday. We have a little announcement coming on Sunday. There might be something happening. Or there might not. Or there might not be. I could be talking absolute bullshit for all we know. But anyway, that's it from this week. Alan, did you enjoy yourself? I did. I enjoyed myself as well, I thought it was great. And don't forget about next week's guest. Next week's guest. It's a good one. It's a very good one. But we can't tell you yet. But we can't tell you that just in case this person decides, Jesse, not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Keep an eye on Facebook, folks. Everything is going to be on Facebook. Don't forget, like, share, follow anything you can possibly do in regards to social media. Subscribe to the Spotify. If you have any requests for interviews, any guests you'd like to see us have on, as we've said already, just drop us a message on Facebook. And that's her. And that's her. Keep her poking. We'll see you next week. Good luck. Good luck.